Hi guys, a very warm welcome. You're listening to the FIFA Play On podcast with me, Liam Payne. The podcast where I get the chance to chat with some of the most exciting football players in the world, inviting these amazing players to share a playlist of songs that best soundtrack their incredible stories. Along the way, we'll discuss everything from the tracks they've chosen and the stories they represent to family, love, life, and of course, football. And if that wasn't exciting enough, we'll also be joined by some very special guests, some of the biggest names in music and football culture, to give their takes on the topics that we cover. If you want to check out any of the tracks we discuss, you can listen to all of our player playlists through the link in the description below. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's time to play on. Now, I'm not going to be doing this completely alone. This man wears many, many hats. Presenter, reporter, he has his own foundation, and he's even been head coach of a US team. Hello, JD Dyer. Liam Payne, it's always a pleasure to be in your company, my friend. How are you, man? I'm very, very good, JD. How are you? You just had your birthday, right? Oh, listen, it was a, it was a good celebration. I feel loved. That's why I feel. I feel grateful and I feel loved. I'm getting older, though, Liam. Ali, I'm getting older. Don't get me started. Don't get I'm me started. Getting, I'm getting older, man. How <laughs> uh, old did you turn? Uh, that's that's. Come on, Ali. We'll tell you. I'll tell you off camera. Oh, God, we can't do that on here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, should we? Uh, enough about our ages and enough about your birthday. Should we? Uh, should we introduce our guests? Joining us this week is one of the top midfielders in the world. Over the last decade, I feel like I've watched him wow us with his technique, his passing, all the rest of it. And look, this is a man that pushed himself to the pinnacles of European football, signing for Barcelona and massive success there for La Liga's, a Champions League winner. I remember him scoring in the final against Juventus. I call him class in the midfield. That's what I like to say, because internationally, his career has seen him represent Croatia over 100 times. And he's a part of that Croatian golden generation with Luka Modric, Ivan Perisic, Mario Mandzukic. The names go on. They reached the 2018 World Cup final. A big welcome, Liam. Let's have it a round of applause for <laughs> Ivan Rakitic. Yeah. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Listen, Ivan, it's a pleasure to be in your presence, my friend. Um, where are you in the world, first of all? Like, catch us up. No, I'm in Seville. In Seville, we have to train, we have to prepare our games. So uh, now we have a lot of games. We travel a lot, but uh, now for the moment, in, in Seville. Look, it's always a pleasure to catch up with you, man. I, I listed off some of your achievements there what and an some intro. of the things that you've done. Listen, he deserves it, though, because when you... <laughs> I left some stuff off, Liam. That's the worst thing about it. I didn't even talk about the Super Cups or the, the Europa Leagues, all the rest of it. This guy has been a living legend and it's good to actually be in his presence. But we're going to dive into some real conversations with you now, Ivan, because I know that you've had a chance to put together some important things that mean stuff to you. But I have to ask you in this time, first of all, I know the pandemic's happening and everyone's still adjusting. So how are you adjusting to that element of your yeah, life? Yeah, we are good. We are good. Uh, my family, uh, my wife, my kids, they are, they are good. They are well. It's a hard time for, for all of us. It's really uh, something crazy, I think, even in Spain, like all over the world. But we have to try to, to do it in the best way. So, uh, yeah, we have to take care, we have to stay safe and then going step by step forward and hope to leave this situation behind us. I'm also delighted to say that we have some surprise guests joining us. These guys have known each other since they were five years old. Wow. They have enjoyed a huge success, churning out number one platinum selling hit records since 2015, smashing the charts in Spain, Mexico, Colombia and more. 
It's BG Mill and Zaza from Morat. Hi guys, oh, how are you? Legendary. Hey. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this company we're in today, Liam, man. This is incredible. That was good. Liam, JD, Ivan. Hi, Liam. Nice to, nice to see you guys and Ivan. talk with you guys. Hi, guys. We're honored to be here with you. It's a nice gang today, isn't it? Very nice. Now I'm seeing a couple of football jerseys we've got in the background here. We've got guitars on the wall. <laughs> big football fans? Yeah, big football fans. Yeah. Actually, I'm I'm trying to to do like a little side project that is actually doing some interviews re related to football topics as well. So it's I'm pretty excited oh, to be here. Your yeah, and I know Isaza as well is a huge football <laughs> fan. So yeah, <laughs> I'm actually worried for my job now because like, I'm, I'm I'm only in charge of the music department of this uh, this, this podcast. He does it in Spanish though. He's he's in the Spanish market. <laughs> I know you speak Spanish as well. You've got many caveats. I've got nothing. I'm just I just sit here and just make jokes about myself and hope that everybody laughs. <laughs> well, uh, Ivan, you've chosen your personal playlist of six songs that mean something to you. Now, how um, how difficult was it to pick these six songs? Well, you can't understand it. How difficult it was. <laughs> and, and even if I will explain you that I call my wife. And I told her, okay, you have to help me. So because... <laughs> uh, I love it. Because, yeah, she loved it a lot. And we listened to a lot of music at home. And it was really, really hard. Amazing, amazing. Uh, to listen to it, tracks chosen by Ivan today, search FIFA Sound on your music streaming service. Uh, let's get into your first track. It's Nicky Jams. Now, you might have to help me with the pronunciation. El Perdón. That's a great song. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did I say it right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. That that really good, Liam. So tell us about this one. Why, why this song? Yeah, I think it was really important in this time for me, you know. So it was a time where, where we was with the national team. We, we travel a lot. And so every player, he has to give some songs uh, to hear it in the dressing room. Also when we are traveling and everything. And it was a time of, of this song. And here in Spain... Uh, we hear it a lot, so I have to give a part something special from Spain or Spanish music, Spanish uh, language. And uh, yeah, I think with this song, I took it really important. Yeah, say, say you play this on your way to the stadium before every game. Does that mean you're quite su a superstitious person or is it like a thing for you? I think that a lot of players, they will say, no, because you can't think about everything, but it is like this. Because <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you do something... And after that, you win, you will try to do the same thing again. So, for example, uh, the songs or when I take a, a watch and we win, the next game is the same watch. But what if you lose, Ivan? I have to buy another new one. <laughs> okay. What about you guys? I mean, I remember in, in One Direction, we used to have like pre-stage rituals. And I think ours were the most stupid things where we used to make Harry say... Uh, it, was, it was the words were let's do this s, which is the swear word which I obviously can't say. And then it would be like, can you say it in the style of my friend's goldfish? And then he'd have to try and do an impression of my friend's goldfish. And it was like it kind of calmed the nerves before everybody went on stage. It would be anything. I've never heard of a ritual like that. that's a weird ritual. <laughs> it could be anything. It'd be like it'd be like. It'd be like, say it in the style of J.D. Dyer, and then he'd have to try and say it like you would say it. And that's what it would be every week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Harry Styles impersonating yeah. J.D., I've never... Okay. I don't think, it, I don't think it's possible. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys have anything that you do over and over again when you like putting yourselves in the, in the sort of mode to record or perform? 
we used to, yeah, right, Isa? There was a time we we also did a stupid thing, but it's pretty real. And, and then don't you just stop doing them? Everyone yeah. just stops. Like, everyone's everyone's like, like one week, you're like, you hate each other. You're like, just don't even look at me. I don't, what, what, we, we, started, we got really, really good at throwing gummy birds at, at each other and catching them with, with your mouth. We pretty... used to do that. No way! <laughs> no way! <laughs> it, it, it must be a music thing, Ivan. They must. This yeah. must be a musician. Like, thing. Crazy <laughs> like I don't know, like meters away. Yeah, we got strangely good at it. So it was like that, you know, when people turn that like aggressive frisbee game. It was called like, ultimate frisbee. It was like ultimate gummy bear thrower. Um, <laughs> yeah, please. well, I mean, that, uh, that shows. Is there anything that the team does before before a game, Ivan? Here in, in Seville, there are more things, yeah, what you do together. I remember, for example, in Barcelona, it was it was not so much. It's even maybe concentration one by one and that's it, you know. Right. But here in mm-hmm. Seville, yeah, there's, for example, uh, before we leave, there is a special uh, song, like a motivation song. They did it when they won last year the Europe League. They took before every game, before going out to for the, for the warm-up, uh, they put one song and... Uh, like I told you before, if you do it once and they won it, they did it only normally thinking about we will do it for this game. But they did it, they won it. So now for five months, the same song <laughs> before every game. And yeah, this is uh, a little bit different here. But uh, I think finally it's every every player, he's, yeah, he tried to do something different or he liked to do, I don't know, for me, example, I tried to do... To, to stay easy for me alone, you know, to think about the game, to do uh, yeah, a good preparation, a good concentration. Other guys, they like to jump, to to speak, you know, so everybody has to do something different. Have you always had any sort of superstitions? I know that your your dad was a footballer as well. So that sort of, you might have grabbed the foundation or something from that experience of <laughs> obviously be, both being professionals. I think that uh, from from this part, when my, when my father, he was playing uh, it changed a lot. So before, I think it was more like yeah, just to enjoy football. Today, it's yeah, you have to take care about every details, you know. So I think this changed a lot. But yeah, sometimes I, I say, why you do that? It's too much, you know. For example, I did first my left sock uh, socks and then the, the right one, you know. Or, I used to do that or as well. The left so shoe weird. and then the right shoe. The right shoe, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but it's like this. You know, so also my shin pads, first the left shin pad and the right one. So I don't know why, but uh, I start like this and now it's automatically. So it's impossible, for for example, to take first my right shoe one. It's impossible. Mm. It's, it's not going inside. I understand. I'm there with you. I yeah. I've just got some image of you like trying to put your right shoe on and there being like a force field around it. <laughs> <laughs> um, for you, as it became clear, how good you are at football. I mean, we heard the stats at the start, right? How how did your dedication uh, to football impact your life, would you say? Of course, a lot. It's everything. I think also, like for the guys, uh, music. I think I started playing football with uh, with four years. My family, my, my daddy, he's, he's crazy about football. So I start really early. And uh, yeah, I remember that. My first years, it was not so easy because we are not a really rich family. So I remember that a lot of times my parents, they didn't take dinner or something. They didn't eat this day for yeah, to buy the new shoes uh, the next days for me, you know. So it was not easy. So, uh, yeah, I give everything really to arrive here where, where I am today, you know. So it was 
a big dream, not only for me, it was a big dream for my family, for my, for my father. And uh, I remember when I signed the first, uh, first contract, first professional contract with 16 years in Switzerland, I think my, my, my father, he was happier than me, you know? So it was like uh, living his dream, you know? And uh, to be today here, it's yeah, a big part, of course, also for, for him. That's what I appreciate. I appreciate that family means so much to you. And this is why, like, and I obviously, Liam, I want you to bring in a second song because that really is like a family sort of important emblem that really does kind of signify how important family is to you. Yeah, this next song that you picked is Tutu by Camillo. Tell us more about this one. Yeah, I think this was the time when, when COVID starts. <laughs> it's coming out, this song. You know, I have two daughters and I have... My wife, she's crazy about music, so you can imagine. It was 24 hours, YouTube on, on the TV, and let's go do it, everything. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I like to say it like this. My, my three girls, they get, uh, they get crazy with this song. And it was maybe 20, 30 times, two, two, and again, again, <laughs> again. <laughs> and yeah, I think that uh, it was for three months. It was close at all. And... Uh, I have to say, uh, with music, we did it much easier, you know? I think, you know, it's amazing how our music can just lift your mood out of anything for me. I mean, I, I'm often in the mood. I'm, I'm like the moodiest man in Britain. <laughs> but if I am in the mood, I have to put something on. Like, on the way into work, I had uh, Elton John on in the car this morning. And it just picked me out of the, whatever little weekend hole that I was in from, from wherever I'd left myself last. It, um, this, it picked me right back right. out of it. Disrespect to, to all your guys. It's, it's, yeah, it's amazing. What... I think that I don't know if you, if you know what what you're able to do, you know, just with with a bit music. It's unbelievable. It's really also sometimes when you know, when you feel bad or something, you know, you take music on your your songs and you say, Phew. you feel yeah. different, you know, after a song. You say, wow, just to say thanks to all you guys because oh, you do you. you do our lives much much better for sure. Well, thanks. Oh, hundred percent. You and you, the, the same thing with football fans. I mean, every football fan must be totally thankful because of, of having the pleasure to see you play and, and having the honor to see you every uh, weekend, uh, giving it all in the, in the pitch. It's pretty oh, amazing. I tell you, it's a good time to show him the shirt. Yeah, you see, one of uh, Morat's fan clubs is from Barcelona, and they gave me as a gift your shirt, and it was actually signed by you. I believe this is your signature right here yes oh yeah that's so cool amazing amazing but i have to send you now the new ones from seville yeah <laughs> <laughs> now this next track that we're going to get into here on the playlist i might need some help pronouncing i'm going to try and pronounce it anyway because i mean it's my job and i'm supposed to uh que bonito es quiere the last <laughs> word was the only thing that could have been better Could you sense that, that was the one I was least confident about? <laughs> Is it Carrera or, or Guerrero or... <laughs> you almost got it. Carrera. No, right? Am I right? It's by Manuel Carrasco, which is a beautiful name to say. <laughs> Now that we've got the title out of the way, tell us why you picked this song. Uh, it was a song uh, really important in the time when we prepare our wedding. It's amazing to, I think, the feeling when you fall in love, no? when you when you know that This will be your big day. You have to be with Manuel Carrasco. I think he's an amazing singer, 
I think he have songs where you, uh, I think where a lot of people have a special identification, you know. So to do it in mm. that way, uh, the song and Manuel Carrasco will stay forever with us. <laughs> so is it is it a case of you think of the lyrics and it reminds you of your wife or something that you two kind of together always wanted to kind of share? No, it's it's together because when you do this step, it's everything to do together. Also, uh, like I told you before, when when I start to do uh, the, the list of the six songs, I told her, you have to help me because all I songs I will talk, there will be something special with you because, of course, I'm a football player, but first of all, I'm husband, I'm father, I'm family man, and then I'm football player. So it was clear that uh, uh, five of six songs, there will be she'll be inside with me also. So she has to 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 decide with me. You know, I think yeah, to do this special list, it was also really hard because. Uh, I will do now already nine and a half years with her. So there was a lot of songs. I will told you, it's every every day, it's, yeah, we are connecting with music. So it was not easy, but uh, it was really clear for me that is, you have to do everything together. I feel like everyone who's, who's male who's listening now should have the notepad out taking down notes because everything you've just said, I feel like, is she in the, is she in the room somewhere that she's like <laughs> off camera that you're having to say these things? Exactly. Or is she going to check exactly. it through later on? Because I mean, some of the stuff that I say on here. <laughs> I'm taking notes. I, I, I need to, I need to know more. Uh, I don't know if you know our history. I think it's a history. If we can go to Hollywood, they will love it for sure. <laughs> oh, the movie deal coming out. And Tell us. It's amazing. Movie. It's amazing. Who's going to play you in the movie? <laughs> I will see. That's a great question. Uh, no, when I arrived to Seville, uh, I met her my first day because she was working uh, in a bar. Uh, where I, uh, when I arrived, the, the club men, they bring me to to my hotel. It was like ten, eleven by night, you know. So I was really nervous because next the next day I have to do, to do the medical tests and to sign the contract. So I get to the bar to take a drink with my brother. Uh, and she was there. She was working there. And um, it was a time, uh, yeah, a lot of movements with the clubs and everything. A lot of clubs, they called me. And uh, another big club from Italy, they heard that I arrived in, in Seville. So they called me. So didn't sign the contract. We will send people to Seville. Come tomorrow here. We will give you more money, everything. I don't know. And I start to speak to my brother. So what I have to do, man? What to do? So and I told to my brother, so we here. I say already yes to the president, to the club here. And I saw this girl and this girl will be my wife. We will wow. stay here. Wow. And wow, then, she's what signed it. So severe, they have to be really thankful. <laughs> she, <Yeah>. she, <laughs> <was it>. she <laughs> did it. <laughs> so imagine. And then, of course, uh, the first Three months, I was every day in this bar to take coffee, to take drinks, everything. So I have to be close to her, you know, <laughs> just to be there. And it was not easy because she didn't speak English and my Spanish was nothing. So it was at start like Tarzan and Jane, you know, so with hands and come with <laughs> me, dinner, you know. I love that. And it was not easy because she started, she was study by side and she had to do a lot of homework and everything. 
And then once I hear that she's in the bar, but she's not working, she's taking a drink with her sister. So I call another player, we take the car, and we go to the bar. And directly I take the seat next to the table to her. So I say, I told her, now you're not working, you don't have to go home to do homework, so now we get a drink together. Then we take a drink together. The next day, I do an invitation for sure to take lunch together. And this was, I arrived January, and this was already August. Seven months mm -hmm. I was fighting for her. <laughs> we took lunch together, and now nine and a half years together. Wow. So I need wow. to uh, I love it. A round of applause, <laughs> I need to know something. I need look, you're a footballer's mate at the highest level, so I know you come with a level of dedication and determination. How many times do you reckon you had to chase after her and pursue in order for her to understand how much you cared? She never told me, No, I don't want to meet you. See, she told me I have to study, I have to do something, I work a lot, I have no time. So it was maybe every day. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's incredible. Wow. wow. Amazing. I'm, I have wow. to repeat that question again. Now that we know that the movie deal's locked in, <laughs> Universal Pictures, or I don't know who's doing it, who is going to play you in the movie? <laughs> it's not easy, eh? It's not easy. We have to See, talk I, I always one, would eh? like Tom Hardy to play me in something because I'd like to think I was Tom. I'm obviously not Tom Hardy. I've got a beard. So that's about it. That's about as far <laughs> as it goes. I could see Brad Pitt. Totally. I can see Brad totally. Pitt. Get with me. I totally. can see Brad Pitt. <laughs> You're listening to FIFA Play On with me, Liam Payne. Our guest is Sevilla midfielder Ivan Rakitic. We were also joined by Bijan Mill and Izaza from Morat. Remember to listen to the tracks chosen by Ivan. Search FIFA Sound on your music streaming service. Next up in your playlist is... Now, I'm probably going to get this wrong again... Uh, me Princessa by David Bisbal. Why did you choose this song? I think it was the first song which I sing to, to my wife. Mm. Uh, oh, can we hear a little rendition now? No! No! <laughs> <laughs> you were my awful Spanish accent. <laughs> my Spanish is... No. Uh, it's not no. as bad as mine, let's be honest. <laughs> no, my wife, she's a big, uh, big fan of David Bisbal. And, uh, yeah, when I start first... Days with her yeah, in, in the car, it's, it was all time David Bisbal and everything, and uh, a lot of time this song, no? So I start to get it, and uh, it was like the start of the of our relationship, you know? So, and even now, today, David is a big friend of us, uh, and also to meet him, it was really amazing because yeah, he's like a part of our relationship, you know? <laughs> of, yeah. <laughs> Of us, and uh, yeah, this song was really important in that way. That I think it was the first song. Yeah, I don't, I can't say I sing it. I, I try to do something like like David, but yeah, <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ivan have a have a question for the musicians here now because when we hear something that's so special like what David Bizarre has created, you usually think that that person's writing about their experience. But every single time you create. A song is it come from one of your experiences or is it sometimes something you know somebody else has gone through i, I don't know i'd say it's part of both maybe no yeah like i feel like when you write a song we talk about this a lot but musicians or songwriters i feel there are people that are very prone to 
empathy. Mm. But sometimes when we're writing together, Villa, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but someone says a, a phrase or a line and the other one would be like, oh, I really felt that line. Like that's <laughs> happening to yeah, me right totally. now. So, so it's a combination of both maybe. What would you say, Liam? I'm going to tell you, I'll tell you a little story about how we wrote one of our songs, which you might not have heard before. But we were sat in a room and um, we were struggling through melodies for this song. And it was really, really late on in the day. And this song actually became the title track of the third or fourth album, I think it was. It's called Midnight Memories. Wow. And somebody walked in the room and the song originally started off with, and this is how easy it can go sometimes. Somebody walked through the door with a big bag of KFC. And I literally stood up in the room and went, I love KFC. Whoa, whoa. And then we literally sang a song about chicken for two and a half minutes. This is on the internet, by the way. You can YouTube this. And then, the, then we changed the lyrics to Midnight Memories and toured the world with it for three years. No way. <laughs> That's no lie. That's no lie. It's on the internet. If you don't believe so, me. I'm just going to get this right, Liam. Some people's rendition of a love song that you've created in the studio is you're really your love for chicken. <laughs> That's what you're telling me right yep. now. Wow. Can't hate on it. It's, it's good remedy. Okay. No, it can come from so many ways. I mean, to be honest with you, it can be about the, the you know songwriters in the room that we're with. If they're going through something and, and someone will go, oh, yeah, I felt like that once. Somebody treated me that way or, you know, anything, anything. Or trying to, I've had a number of songs where I'm trying to impress certain girls. I'm with or whatever. Maybe I've done something wrong and I think, oh, I know what I'll do. I'll just try and squeeze one of them out. <laughs> Next on your playlist is another one that I can't pronounce. It's by Shakira and Maluma. It's called Chandelier. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Did I get it right? I feel like if I if I really put my all into that accent, yeah, amazing. I love it. I it's love as it. close as I can get to being almost Spanish. Yeah. Tell us about this song. <laughs> no, it's uh, also similar. It's uh, yeah, because when I when I go with the Michel team. Uh, they call me Spanish guy or or something like that because uh, a lot of time because at home I speak Spanish and a lot of time I start to speak to somebody in the national team and I start to speak in Spanish uh, and not in Croatian and then yeah at this time it's like to do a, again a playlist and uh, I choose this song because yeah my wife she also a good relationship to to Shakira and my relationship to Piquet is amazing. We are really good friends and uh, I think it was really important that they have to be part of, of the team also. <laughs> Ivan, you've played in the biggest matches possible, like a, a World Cup final. Please break it down to us. What is that emotion like? How is it to represent your country mm. at the highest level like that? <sighs> Imagine. Uh, we can't. We cannot. It's not possible. <laughs> <is> you. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people, they ask me, how is it to play, I don't know, the Champions League final? How is it to do, I don't know, whatever. Sometimes you have moments, there are no words that can explain the emotion. So even if, you, if you're if not inside, I think there's not the right word to say, I feel like this. Uh, it's too much emotion. For example, in this game, in the, in the World Cup final in, in Russia, when we get on the pitch, and we hear the creation hymn, it was like, wow. And even the game is not starting. Just to hear the creation people and to say, wow. We hear, man. Croatia, uh, we are four and a half million people. So not so much, you know. But the feeling was that 
the whole world is behind us. It's like playing the whole world against France. It was. And I think that we won a lot of love during these three or four weeks. And this, I think, was amazing to say that, yeah, just to receive uh, messages from, I don't know, from Australia, from, uh, from all over the world to say, wow, the people, they want that Croatia win. It was really amazing. And this feeling was like, wow, you did something. I think, of course, I would love to win this game. <laughs> Finally, we lose <laughs> it. But thereafter, after some days, I was thinking about, we did something maybe even even uh, more difficult to, to, to do it, you know? Mm. So just to receive all this love for, from all over the world to say, Croatia, this is my team. And to representing my people in that way, it's just, yeah, there are no words. It's, it's the most important part in my career, for sure. Mm. Amazing, amazing words. Uh, we're slowly, slowly running out of time. This has been such a great chat so far, by the way. Let's go to your last track, which is Mi Persona Favorita by Alejandro Sanz. Why is this song important to you? <laughs> it's so important because my kids, they, they love it. So my older daughter, uh, she's now seven, seven years old. She started to sing it. She started when she was four or five years old. She started with this song and she repeated again, again, again. Mm -hmm. And now smaller ones she she start uh, behind her of course <laughs> and they start uh, to sing it uh, for me every day and yeah it's really special my son's doing a very similar thing but with one of my own songs and i don't think he's because obviously he calls me dad and i think he's only just started to link that my name's liam payne <laughs> but he says em Payne is what i'm it's known as and i'm like oh so what's your favorite song at the moment he says strip that down by em payne and then he'll go over to alexa <laughs> and start shouting at Alexa like she's a real person, going, Alexa, play Ian Payne. It's so funny. It's the, it's the, worst, it's the best and worst thing, because I'm so I'm so over that song. Now I've sang it every day for like the last five years. And uh, it's so, but it is, it is amazing to, to see your kids, you know, reacting that way to music. And, and I think yeah, it's really. definitely different when it's your own as well. Yeah, it is really. Do you guys as well have any sort of, song that you know that you've written specifically for one person? You see the same way Ivan holds that, individually to his daughter do you have a song that you know if you have written that's specifically for one person yeah definitely i wrote one about you yeah oh, thanks liam <laughs> <laughs> one of our i'd say biggest songs it's called como te atreves and we yeah we wrote that one about the person and th there are many more like i believe like almost all the ballads we write are about <laughs> someone <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I agree. He says, I write a lot. Don't wrap me up. <laughs> <laughs> about this one girl who went abroad to study and, uh, and she did all the wrong things. She's responsible for half of my music, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's for him, like the, the main inspiration, <laughs> that one girl. And for me, I started a song that in English would be called Please Fall in Love for Someone Else. <laughs> But the, the message behind that is like, Please oh, wow. fall in love with someone else to give me like an excuse to, oh, to wow. forget you. Zaza, it's so interesting you talk about like fall in love with things and whatever else, because I realized that the reason why I fell in love with football was a large part to do with Maradona. And 
and watching his brilliance and his, I like, I didn't actually have, have the opportunity to watch him, but I feel like when you have older siblings, they teach you about who's supposed to sort of trail the blaze for football. And I fell in love with everything that was Maradona. Even you've seen sort of the tributes that have been put together at the back end, obviously, with his passing. Tell us what Maradona kind of meant to you and your sort of earliest memories and stuff like that. I think there are not so many people, uh, in, and not only in, in football, everything doesn't matter what are you doing in your life. Uh, and I think there's the biggest part what Maradona did. He was able to, to do a unification for the whole world. So it doesn't matter if you're Argentinian, if you're Spanish, German, French, you love this guy. You love watching this guy playing football. And to have this opportunity to play in two clubs where Maradona played too, in Barcelona and Seville. Uh, of course, I ask a lot about a lot of uh, things about Maradona. And the last thing, for example, what I ask here, the sports director now in Seville, uh, called Monchi. Uh, he plays one, years, uh, one year with, uh, with Maradona in Seville. And I was really impressed when I asked him about Maradona, his eyes going up. And this is the biggest part what I think. Of course, his magic on the pitch was, it's, yeah, it's unique. But I think what he was able to do around the pitch, it's maybe even much bigger, you know? Just to hear his name and everybody say, wow, wow, Maradona. And I think that... Uh, yeah, first of all, uh, thinking about his family and all his friends, uh, it's a big lose, I think, finally, for all of us. And uh, it's, it was a really hard day, of course, for Argentina, for his family, for all his friends, but I think for all people, they love football. For sure. Incredible. Thank you so much, uh, guys, for joining us. Uh, it's been a really, really great, great time sitting here and speaking to you and uh, going through all those lovely love stories. I mean, we've been through everything today. We've been through love. We've been through moving, you know, taking sacrifices. It's been great. It's been incredible. The only thing we didn't get to touch on was Messi. You have a two minutes, <laughs> two minutes. Just tell me about Leo, because I, I need to know how... <laughs> we can't miss that. We can't miss that. Leo. I just need to know one number 10 to another number 10. How does it work with Leo? Yeah, it's, it's not bad to play with him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> What can you say what, what you don't know? It's just uh, when you know that uh, you will play with the best guy in the world and you know that if he really wants, he can be the best defender, he can be the best midfield player, he can be whatever he will do, he will be the best, you know? So it's like when, when you try to, or for me, for example, my older daughter, she's playing tennis. And if I go to play tennis with her, I know I will be there. So it was like for me, I will go to play football with Leo and I know he will do whatever he wants. He will win. <laughs> you know? So it's, it, you have the feeling that it's playing like uh, yeah, my daddy with me. Huh? Mm. My dad is playing football with me. He's uh, in every situation, he's one step uh, in front of us. So I think it was yeah, really special to play uh, six years with him, 311 games in Barcelona next to him. 
uh, winning all all possible titles. So yeah, really proud, of course. And I'm sure that uh, he knows that I try to do my best on on his side, and hopefully that he enjoyed with me like this. So <laughs> it's amazing <laughs> because I enjoyed a lot for sure. Guys, guys, it has been uh, it has been awesome. A big thank you to you guys from Morat. Thank you, Liam. Thank you for inviting us. JD, JD. Thank you. You guys have been amazing. Thank you for spending some time with us and a massive, massive thank you to Ivan. No, thank you so much, guys. My pleasure. Muchas gracias. I mean, an amazing episode. Unbelievable stories. And, and, and it was the coolest thing hearing him mention. Like, on one side, we're mentioning, oh, yeah, Messi. But then the other side of it's like, oh, yeah, my friend Shakira. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure like, your contact book's exactly the same. Oh, <laughs> BA, mate. No, no, no. Mine's not. I'm not friends with Shakira. Oh, but Messi and Shakira. Imagine that for a team. I just look, more than anything else, I think it was just incredible to hear how much he loves just like life. Like he loves his wife. Yeah. Like his wife and his. So passionate. He's so passionate about love and, and I think that's definitely reflected in the playlist and it's probably why he's been so successful for his career, man, as well. Well, I think me and you have got some work to uh, to go away and do now anyway, at least with on the, the female front because the way 100. he spoke about his <laughs> missus, like she must have, been, I'm sorry, but she must have been letting the room off camera. <laughs> he was like, he was like, I, hope he, I really hope she hears how much, or he's done something, maybe he did something wrong the last Liam, few days I, or something. That's I, what I, would happen to me and I'd be like, oh yeah, well, I mean, my girlfriend is... Uh, I had my notepad out ready to go, just in case. <laughs> like, there was a lot of trump cards. There's a lot of gems that were dropped in that conversation. <laughs> I just needed to know. I know, so good. So, But it was nice. You know what? It's lovely to sit and, and listen to someone talk about love so honestly in that way. And I feel like, I, I mean, us Englishmen, I feel like we're mm-hmm. quite shy mm-hmm. with it sometimes. We wouldn't go into detail, but I feel like, I mean, you know, he, he, uh, he has been, he's been around. He's been all over the world and he just must have picked up so much Pizzazz, <laughs> love. I'd say, love for real. Anyway, man. JD, you've been amazing. Thank you so so much for uh, for joining us, and I'll see you again next week. Liam, it's always a pleasure, man. Look after yourself. Have a good week, mate. You too, mate. I hope you all enjoyed that episode as much as we did. If you did, please give us a like, a share, or even a review on whatever platform you're listening on. To hear Ivan's playlist, search FIFA Sound on your music streaming service, and finally. Check out FIFA's social feeds for exclusive play on content and teasers for our future guests. Wherever you are in the world right now, I hope you're okay and keeping safe. Until next time, my friends, thank you for listening to FIFA Play On.